Welcome into the Paul Kuharski Podcast, part of 440 Sports. I'm Paul Kuharski of paulkuharski.com. Paul Kuharski, Paul Kuharski, Paul Kuharski. Now I've done it six times instead of three, doubling my commission, uh, fulfilling all contractual obligations. And here we go. Short edition pre-draft. There's going to be a lot of news very soon about your football team. Exciting times heading into Thursday night. But I wanted to collect some final thoughts before the Titans head into the first round here on something that we've been anticipating forever. And in collecting my thoughts for this, I came to kind of a big realization about the flaw in the way that I've been looking at, uh, at what the Titans have brewing here at number 11 or wherever they go. Uh, I, I've overthought this thing, and a lot of people have a lot of time to overthink this thing. A lot of teams overthink this thing because the draft is too far removed um, from, from the season. I, I think it should be earlier. I know the league likes it this way from a media standpoint, but I think it'd be better if teams got their hands on these players a month earlier and had another month of them studying their playbook, et cetera, uh, working in their weight programs and all of that. What I'm doing too much here um, as the Titans look particularly for help on the offensive line at wide and at wide receiver is um, looking at things outside of the context of this draft in the context of um, previous drafts and in the context of previous players. And that's where I find myself not liking the options in front of them to too big a degree, right? So it's helpful to look at these prospects in the context of previous drafts and in the context of previous Titans players for sure. But you can't overdo that, and I think that's what I've done. So let's start at receiver. I don't love Jackson Smith in Jigba because I look at him and I don't see Jamar Chase. I don't see Jalen Waddle. Uh, those were guys taken fifth and sixth, right, a couple of years ago. Uh, I know the uh, Ohio State guys love him, but it's not clear that he's Chris Alave or, or Garrett Wilson or Jamison Williams or, or, or Drake London either. All those guys, those four guys, were top 12 uh, a year ago. Now, you know, it's unclear if, if Smith and Jigba is going to, uh, you know, last to the Titans at 11. He could, could last beyond the Titans in all of these predictions, which we know don't, don't hold a lot of water. He can be pretty damn good, though, even if he's not one of those guys. And maybe he does turn out to be one of those guys. You know, he's not you know, blow you out of the water guy, but he's got exceptional body, body control. He's a, a very good route runner. He's not exceptionally big. His speed is not, you know, a blow you out of the water thing either, but there are plenty of wide receivers in the league who have been fantastic, who, you know, have, have came in with some of the same kind of characteristics that Jackson Smith and Jigba do. If he's the best receiver in this draft, which he looks to be now, we don't know how things will sift out. The Titans should be happy to add him to their roster if that's what they decide to do. And I should be happy um, with that pick, happier than I've been 
for you know the months contemplating him leading up to this draft. I don't love the three offensive tackles. Paris Johnson's the best. He has the most upside. He's an athletic mover. Peter Skaronsky has short arms. He may wind up being a guard, but he's very technically sound. Broderick Jones, the unrefined guy who's going to take maybe the most work to get to where he's going. I've convinced myself that Paris Johnson isn't that good because the standard that I've been looking at and what I want the Titans to have at left tackle is another Taylor Lewan. Now, say what you want about Taylor Lewan and his injuries and his failures to produce particularly. When they drafted Taylor Lewan, they were getting an incredibly gifted athletic left tackle. So I've said, well, they need to get themselves another incredibly gifted athletic left tackle. Now, Paris Johnson's a pretty athletic left tackle. So have I set a ridiculously high bar? Well, I go and look at the numbers. Taylor Lewan came into the league with a relative athletic score. You've seen uh, a lot of uh, hype about these numbers, RAS scores. Taylor Lewan's RAS score on a scale of 10 was a 9.98. So, yeah, my standard is ridiculously high. I want a guy who's a 9.98 or better. That's the standard I'm looking for. That's too high a standard for me. When you look at Paris Johnson, and he's an 872, which is pretty damn good. Excellent. Of course, I'm going to be unsatisfied with people I'm looking at if I'm comparing it to that. That's a mistake by me. 872, excellent. It's not a 998. Yeah, well, you're not going to get a 998 very often. Uh, you know, uh, Titans have been pretty damn good at left tackle. Not Dennis Daly, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about going from Brad Hopkins to Michael Roos, to Taylor Lewan, who unfortunately was sidetracked by the left, uh, by that the knee injuries. But uh, uh, look, there have been gap fillers with his injury stuff. But if they could get the next best guy, and it turns out to be Paris Johnson, you know, coming out before we see what he does, I should be satisfied with that. And I've, I've set an unreasonably high bar there. So let's go Occam's razor here, which is one of my favorite things. Uh, And to boil it down for these purposes, what it says is, is the simplest solution is the best solution. They desperately need a wide receiver, which is harder to find. They also need a left tackle. Yeah, Andre Dillard may wind up there, but if you can get a premier left tackle, you get one and you let him and Dillard sort it out. And the lesser of the two winds up probably at left guard. I should be perfectly happy if they get Jackson Smith and Jigba or Paris Johnson. And I've spent far too much time coming up with rationale for a lot of other things to happen at 11 or moving down from 11. Stick and pick and take one of those guys, and I shouldn't be critical of either one of them coming in. Clean slate. Let's see it. Write your own uh, story. And hopefully it's something like those receivers that I've listed who've been drafted the last couple of years. You get on a trajectory like that. Hopefully it's something like the best we saw from Taylor Lewan. Um, and hopefully <laughs> uh, I've done a good job in my head here of kind of cleaning the slate 
and changing my ridiculous expectations. Unless they see a guy at a different spot who they think is a different level of blue chipper who's just an unavoidable take for them. And I won't have a problem with that because first and foremost, that's what they need. They need a guaranteed good player. Get a guaranteed good player. But that could well be JSN or Paris Johnson. I've come to realize after all this time. Jaspers is the sponsor of this fine podcast. They're at 1918 West End, right on the edge of downtown Nashville. Delicious uh, food and drink, free parking, free games in a game room that's got Papa Shot and Shuffleboard and more. Big TV to watch the big games. Great food. A uh, pop-in market if you can't stop there to to have a drink or have a meal, you can grab and go. Uh, if you can, you can have a business lunch there. You can uh, take a date and uh, take your wife, have a, a date night or uh, your husband, or you can, um, I know I have a female audience, sorry. And um, you, you can have a, a Guys night there, whatever. It's suitable for all occasions. The food's really good. It's the kind of neighborhood restaurant you want. And did I mention free parking? Big bonus in uh, in that kind of place in downtown Nashville to park and not pay is a huge home run. Uh, can't recommend it highly enough. Really appreciate their connection to the show. Um, you should check it out. Just... Um, Final comment here on, uh, you know, all of these rumors and stuff have driven me crazy because people aren't very good at keeping rumors in a rumor basket. Um, and so two things I saw this week, just pointing out how ridiculous some of these mock drafters and national people are on your team. Chad Reuter did a seven round mock draft. Titans have six picks in those seven rounds. He didn't give the Titans a single receiver in six picks. Not one. Zero. Zero. I don't know, Chad. I've read his work. I think he's good. Started with Osiris Torrance, a guard, at 11. Defensive lineman Keon White in the second round. Uh, edge Isaiah Foskey, good player in the third. Payne Durham, tight end in the fifth. Miles Brooks, a cornerback in the sixth. Kenny McIntosh running back in the seventh. Let's uh, add up that scorecard. Guard, defensive line, edge, tight end, cornerback, running back. Zero wide receivers. Chris Moore starting apparently opposite Traylon Burks with NWI coming in third. Kyle Phillips, big chances to produce out of the slot. This would be disastrous for the Titans to come out of a draft that has a lot of wide receivers who fit, like Rand Carthon said, in a lot of different baskets and not have any of them. He's not tied in there or not conscious while he's taking on a massive project. I'm talking about Chad now. To the fact that the Titans have to have a wide receiver out of this draft. Mel Kuyper gave the Titans Will Levis in a recent mock. It's fine on its own. I've done a podcast about why I don't think they should take Will Levis. But he wrote... This is a quote, Tennessee has playmakers to help him. What? Tennessee has two playmakers uh, in the passing game. Traylon Burks, who is no sure thing yet at this stage, and uh, Chig, 
Derrick Henry still counts. I mean, he's not big in, in the passing game. But it, it's a bit much. Not a bit much. It's a lot to label Chig Aconquo and Traylon Burks as playmakers. Burks has 11 games and 33 catches to his name. And the old offensive staff refused to use Chig in a way that his production demanded with a whole whopping 2.7 targets per game while he was surrounded by guys who were not worthy of pass targets who got some that should have gone to his. Now, I'm confident that that uh, Tim Kelly is going to do a better job getting Chig the ball. But to say, hey, you could bring Will Levis to Tennessee because they've got some weaponry for him. They've got what were the what was the term he used? Playmakers to help him. It's ridiculous. If they draft Will Levis at 11, at 41, they better draft a playmaker to help him because they don't have nearly enough to help. And the next pick after that better be somebody to protect him and keep him off his ass. Um, happy National Veterinary Receptionist Week. Some of these, uh, you know, I, I, I love the people that work at my vet office uh, behind the desk. They're phenomenal with my dogs. These people do phenomenal work with all kinds of animals. But I am surprised they get a whole week to honor them when I see some of the other jobs and things that only get a day. So the veterinary vets, uh, receptionist, get uh, a whole week to honor them. So I was surprised by this. And congratulations to them for getting a whole week. At paulkuhersky.com right now, you need to become a member because you need to go read Blake Battingfield's mock draft. Now, I know some people want mock drafts that just give the, the Titans and everybody the same players. They just want reassurance that like the standard mock is the mock they're going to get. His mock has some of the same picks you'll see. He doesn't have a traditional pick for the Titans. It's a surprise. Um, and, you know, it's the second year in a row he's done it for me and uh, for us. And the second year in a row he's got a surprise. It's a compelling uh, case he makes for the pick he makes. So you need to come check that out. And Mike Herndon's got, uh, what, 26 players that he's either higher on than the kind of the draft analyst consensus or that he would get on the table for the Titans to pound his fist and urge them to draft. The best thing he's written uh, for us since he's been part of paulkuharski.com. You need to read both of those pieces uh, before the draft starts. So come check that out. We're short today because the draft is upon us. We will have a special edition of the pod coming this weekend. Uh, I intend to record Saturday after everything's done. It'll be out hopefully Saturday night at the latest Sunday morning. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, my thanks to Jaspers. My thanks to you. Please come join the site, paulkuharski.com. Easily done. $5.99 a month, a steal at that price. You can get 12 months for the price of 11 If you think about it, you're paying more for that for a cocktail, a beer, or a cup of coffee. I guarantee you, you get more uh, out of this than that one extra drink. So uh, come join. Going to be a ton of content, well worth your time, effort, price, um, and all of that. My thanks to Jaspers for sponsoring it. 
And my thanks to all of you for listening or watching. Please uh, subscribe, rate, and all of that stuff. And until I see you again, don't block the box, but be sure, please, please, to lock your locks.